This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Caitlin. Please meet Conan O'Brien. Hey, Caitlin. How are you? Hi, Conan. I'm good, thanks. It sounds like you're crying. Are you okay? No, I'm not, Conan. Oh, that was laughter. That was laughter. <laughs> there's, there's no way I could be okay right now. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I was concerned about you because at first I wasn't sure. I'm very bad sometimes at reading people and they'll be laughing and I think they're crying. Uh -huh. Or they're crying and I think they're laughing. Do you think that's a childhood thing? I think it is, yeah. yes. I was very always, uh, and the Irish... Mm -hmm. When someone dies, we all get together, and I'm not kidding, we have an Irish wake, and people laugh. Uh -huh. And like the dead bodies in the room, in the casket, mm -hmm. and we're all laughing, and I saw this as a kid, and it confused me. Mm -hmm. So when, uh, when I do a show and I get a laugh, uh, that's why I sometimes look upset, <laughs> because... I almost feel that someone has passed. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Caitlin, uh, I get the sense that you're a very impressive person. Oh, boy. I don't you, know about uh, that. I do. You are, what are you studying? I'm studying bioengineering. Okay, so I'm correct. That is, I think, very <laughs> impressive. And where are you studying? I'm studying at Caltech. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so really I, nice I, to you. I feel like already I work for you. Don't you, Sona? Don't you feel like both of us work for yeah. Caitlin? Yeah, and actually, yeah, I'm close to her because she's in Pasadena. I feel like I could just roll by and we could go get Burger King together. That would be great. I mean, this summer okay. I have nothing to do. Well, I mean, I have research this summer, but in the afternoons I have okay. nothing to do. Yeah, it's just bioengineering research. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> you can blow that off super easy mm -hmm. and then hit Burger King with Sona and she'll ruin your career. <laughs> Because she did nothing but screw around in college and yep. didn't take it seriously. And you clearly do. Uh, that is so impressive. Bioengineering. What do you want to bioengineer someday? What, what, are you, what are you passionate about in bioengineering? I'm super interested in the medicinal side of things, using bioengineering for developing new kinds of cancer drugs or yes. kinds of yes. diagnostic tools. So 
Yes, Caitlin, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to put any pressure on you, but, um, you know, I've been around for a mm. while on, on Earth, and I need you to uh, figure out all this stuff very quickly. Mm-hmm. You need to reverse the aging process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, seriously, like this summer. Soon, it seems like for you, though. I don't oh, know. whoa. <laughs> yes. Whoa. <laughs> Caitlin, I didn't see that coming at all. You're such, you're a, you're a sophomore and you seem very sweet and I wasn't expecting it. So I lowered my, it's either on or off. I lowered my hands because I felt safe and you put a dagger in my belly. That was fantastic. Keep you on your toes. Uh, No, you really don't. You really don't have to keep me on my toes. Every, everyone daily around me treats me with nothing but disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and loathing. Uh, just come up with something. Okay. okay? We'll I'll, do. I'll be a, is there a way that you could keep my head alive? Like my body will wither oh and fail, God. but just I'm, I'm a head in a jar, but I'm, uh, I'm, I, I like can still think. They, and they I can, did on Futurama, right? They did. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. That's where, that's where the idea comes from. Mm-hmm. Everything on Futurama is eventually going to come true. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Simpsons is already predicting the future. So yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, now you're also in an acapella group. I'm I told. am. Yes. Fluid dynamics. I'll give a shout out. Fluid dynamics <laughs> is the name of your acapella group. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my wife, uh, when she was in college at Vassar, Mm -hmm. she was the pitch at her acapella group. So she blew the little pitch pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and and then uh, she counted everybody down and they would sing songs. Mm -hmm. And I've seen grainy video of it. And um, it's adorable. Mm -hmm. And I got my first uh, start in show business. When I was in college, there was a group called the Radcliffe Pitches, mm-hmm. and they asked me to MC one of their shows, oh, and that was my fun. first time going up in Sanders Theater mm-hmm. in college and MCing, and I was so scared backstage, but it went well. Uh-huh. So I, I have a very close association with acapella groups. That's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I just wanted to say before... Um, I went to your show, Conan and Friends, because I live in New York City, grown up in New York mm-hmm. City. Um, and in 2018, fall of 2018, you had a show in New York. I did. A, it was a what I did was I, I did a stand up uh, tour uh, with some yeah. really funny comedians. I just yeah. wanted to read you something I wrote in my diary that day because I, I have like a long just word document that where I jot down various things. I'm worried it's going to say, "Dear diary, tonight was my chance to kill him at long last." But oh my god, but I wasn't close come enough. On. Well, come on, you never know. She's not going to tell you that she wrote that in her diary. You're right. I mean that, that yeah. she can't reveal her murder Let's plot. Okay, All right, so go ahead, exactly. Caitlin, read your She's diary. Smart. I want to hear this. Yeah. So uh, my high school went on a quarter system. So the first sentence is, "The first quarter is done." Wow. I saw Conan O'Brien at the Conan and Friends show with Kayla, my friend, on Thursday night and skipped over Le Cirque. Le Cirque was a high school party that, like, is put on by the students. And it's, you know, just a very stereotypical high school party. So I skipped that for you. And this is what I said. Thank you. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. And it was the best decision I've made in a while. It was so fun. The comics were great. They is by the river, I think was something one of the comics said. Flew Laborg ran right by us, and I almost asked Conan a question about his pre-slash-post-show traditions after being on the air for 25 years. But I wasn't called on. Oh, well. 
And here I am. <laughs> yeah, it's so good that I think this is better. This is better than you asking me that question. Mm-hmm. We got some weird questions. It was really fun. Yeah. The Q&A at the end was really fun because it would lead to all these strange places. Mm-hmm. And I think, remember this Sona, one person actually uh, didn't, they, 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 they skipped work so that they could come to the yes. show. And then yeah. uh, they got fired. And so they brought their phone up. Uh, I made them bring the phone up and I called their boss. Uh-huh. From the stage. I'm, that was really fun. Yeah. There was a lot of fun stuff awesome. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So your question is about pre-show rituals? Oh, well, yeah, that was, that was my You don't care about that, that anymore, yeah, do you? No, I've moved You on don't even care. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to tell you I spent my pre-show ritual trying to find someone who will help me stave off my inevitable death <laughs> using bioengineering. <laughs> well, Conan, your father is a microbiologist, right? Yes. Well, he says he's a microbiologist. Mm-hmm. He always... We don't know what he does. He goes to a lab. Uh-huh. He says it's a lab. Mm-hmm. I think it's the bus station. Uh, oh, yeah. For years, he would always say, I've got to go to the lab and work on my, and then he'd pause and look around and say, microbiology. <laughs> like, would a real microbiologist say that? And then he'd yeah. head towards the bus station. Sounds like something from Sophie's Choice. <laughs> it does. <laughs> oh, you are dark. No, no, that, the, um... <laughs> What's his name? The the lover. He would always say like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a scientist," and then he would go away. Yes. But he wasn't actually yes. a scientist. <laughs> not not True. the other exactly. part of, of Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh, you mean the fun happy part of Sophie's yeah yeah yeah. Choice. <laughs> okay, part. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the part that it's I forgot that it started as a, as just a comedic romp, mm, and yeah. then uh, the story took a weird turn during a rewrite. Uh, Caitlin, you right now are in your where are you in your house? I'm in my is this room. Your house? This is my this is my room. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. see the uh, my bulletin board with that- just everything about my life on it. I have a guitar too. I thought I should. You have, you know, you have a guitar? it seems like everybody in the podcast has a guitar on their wall. So I, I thought I'd bring mine in and just leave it there to fit in. But you don't play it. I do. do I play do play. Guitar? I do play. Do you write a lot of songs about uh, bioengineering? Ever? <laughs> no, I can't write songs. I, I have so much respect for people who can. I just like to sing right. and play. And I have contempt for anyone who has a talent I don't have. <laughs> just, they make me angry. Mm-hmm. I'm bitter. Uh, yeah, I really do. I, you know, when if I see someone displaying an amazing talent that I don't have, I just leave the room in a huff. Yeah, yeah. That's just that my sort of approach to life. I think it's very reasonable. No, I well, don't you have think to protect my response. fragile ego. <laughs> Is your family around? Are they bugging you? Well, I'm at home with my parents. My older brother has escaped. He lives downtown. Um, but yeah, I've been with my mom and my dad. And, you know, it's, it's been a better time than, I, at least my parents are really enjoying me being at home. They, they love it. Of course, they love you. They love you and they want you at home. Yeah, yeah. They, it seems the they nice never thing. want me to leave too, but I, I yeah. have to. <laughs> I have to go at some you point. Have to, you have to go at some point. Mm-hmm. You do. But for now, this is a nice interlude. Yes. You're there with your parents. What do your parents do? My dad does something in finance. I honestly <laughs> could not tell you. He's explained yeah. it to me like multiple times. Yeah, and I no, think it's he just- hasn't. He's being as vague as my dad is. <laughs> Yeah. I do something in finance. That means he's probably a hired assassin. Oh, yeah. You know, it, uh, yeah. his physique. Yeah. No, no, no. You use a rifle. You That's use true. A rifle. That's true. All you need scope. is a gun. You to don't be have to have a. Trust me. You do, yes, yeah. A lot of assassins are mm-hmm. deceptively uh, weak bodied. Yeah, yeah. Shallow chested. Yeah. Okay, go uh, ahead. Trust yeah. me on this. Please. I think that's uh, true. What I'm saying that's is. Would you say, Sona? I said that's not true. Well, sorry. Oh, you know about assassins? Oh, I forgot. I forgot you were next. I know enough about assassins <laughs> to know that they're not weak bodied. <laughs> And, well, anyway, you know. my prediction is that your dad is not in finance if he mm-hmm. says, I do something in 
finance. Yeah. That means he doesn't do anything in finance. Yeah, that's probably And I right. think he's a shallow-chested, weak-armed, long-rifled assassin. That's my assessment. Mm-hmm. And Caitlin, I'm always right. <laughs> always right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not always. Yes, always right. Always right. It's incredible. Uh, Caitlin, uh, it's been very nice talking to you. Um, I hope this has been a nice experience for you. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Mm-hmm. You know I'm a bot, right? I'm not oh, the real yeah, Conan. Yeah. I am a, <laughs> yeah. The real Conan doesn't have time for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Of He's course. Sl- um, being operated by a guy named Will Becton, yeah. uh, who's in a van right now using some high-powered servers. And he's able to simulate what it would be like to talk to me, yeah. even down to my... Re- I guess, can I, can I ask my question now? Sure. Yeah, my question Oh, I thought is, you did, I thought that was your question. What's your question? No, my real question is, what superstitions do you have? Because my family is Korean, um, and my mom grew up in Korea and has a ton of really crazy superstitions, like you can't whistle at night because, like, snakes will come. You shouldn't, like, clip your fingernails before an exam because it's, like, you're, you're getting rid yes. of your knowledge somehow. Like, various wow. kinds of superstitious things. So do you have any yeah, superstitions? Yeah, it's, it's, you're saying it's, it's cultural. Well, Sona, you can relate to this because oh, Sona has, she's comes from this real hardcore Armenian culture mm-hmm. and um, uh, she wears those eyes. What are they called? They're, they're the evil mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. I have them everywhere. But what are yeah, they yeah, called? Yeah. They're called the evil oh, eye. Oh, I thought they had an Armenian name. Ochk. So she has an Ochk and she has them everywhere. She has them in her car she has them hanging around, uh, you know, you, it's the first thing you see when you walk through the door of her house. Uh, she wears them on her body. I mean, it looks like she's, well, yeah, really, I it do. looks like you're an ophthalmologist or something. Uh, I Yeah, I feel like you mooch off of my superstition. No, uh, I've sometimes asked you, you know, when I've needed something or I need something to go well, I've asked your mom to use her ochk to try and help me out. Or, yeah, you know, right. And there's a, there's a lot of superstitions we use. Yeah, and we 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 protect you when you don't even realize it. Well, I come from absolutely batshit crazy uh, <laughs> inbred Irish people, and I swear to God, our grandmother, our grandmother, who, um, I mean, I think she was she was when she was living with us. I think she was 97, and she wow. lived in the house with us. If my six, there were six of us mm-hmm. kids and uh, my mother and my dad and dogs and cats and parakeets. And it was just a madhouse. And she used to say all these things. Like I remembered her telling me, don't sit down on wet grass or you'll get diarrhea. Wow. <laughs> don't sit down on wet grass. Now that sounds less like a superstition than she thought that was real sound <laughs> medical sounds advice. Sounds like something she's telling you out of experience, you know, just to. Well, I don't know. That's what she said. She said, don't sit down on wet grass, oh. you have diarrhea. And, and there was this uh, woman, I won't name her, but she worked with, uh, she helped out and she helped take care of us because my parents were off working. And um, I remembered my brother Luke got a, uh, he got a wart on his hand. Mm -hmm. And so she said, I'll fix that. And she cut a potato in half, rubbed one half of the potato on the wart and buried the other half (laughs) in the backyard. Of course it's a potato. Yes, yes. And and you know what? There were plenty of potatoes around. Well, did it work? So I grew up. And then the weird thing is, as you said, my dad's a microbiologist. Uh Or so he says. Mm But he'd be like, hmm, yes, that sounds sound that sounds good to me. Off to the bus station to pretend I'm a microbiologist. Um, so yeah, the whole thing uh, was a shit show. Uh-huh. And I think I think that superstitious brain has come with me. And I'm not kidding. I think my biggest superstition, I'm not proud of this, is 
I think I have to be kind of unhappy for something to go well. Mm. And that's really true. Mm-hmm. You've probably noticed that, Sona. Like, I, if I have a show to do, if I'm feeling too good beforehand, mm-hmm. and I think I do this, I, th- I, I this is not a joke. I think I, I, I like to go to a dark place before I allow myself to go out into a happy place. That gives me, and that is not, I've, I've had cognitive therapy. I know that that is, doesn't make any sense, but- that probably for real is my real superstition and one that has been a huge pain in the ass in my oh, life. It's so the Irish Catholic, right? It's the Irish Catholic, mm-hmm. you know, it's just this, you, you got to feel bad to feel good. Mm-hmm. I have one more question that I'm dying to wow. ask. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go for it. What are your top two favorite Beatles songs? Oh, Ooh. Wow. That's a good one. That is a good question. Okay. My first one is Day in the Life. Day in the Life. Um, mm. I just love that, uh, and that's the, that's just I think has between I think it's the best example of a collaboration between Paul and John, and I also think it's the best a beautiful uh, melody and just haunting lyrics, and uh, I think it's uh, I think it's an absolute masterpiece. So it might be that, and then um, after that, I guess I mean I, I guess I'm revealing myself as leaning a bit of the John way, but yeah, I would say Strawberry Fields mm. is just so the complexity of it and the beauty of it. And again, something there's something sad about it that I really love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, those those are my two. Yeah. Um, well, I think I'm going to have to move on now because I have to move on to someone else will have a question. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to like them as much as I like you, Caitlin, and I can't say that to them. I'm so honored. But you're, uh, you really are. I, when I meet... Young people that are working hard uh, and and learning real things, like you're not just saying I'm in an improv class, and uh, uh, and, oh. and you're, you're you're actually out there learning real stuff uh, that's going to uh, and using science to make the world a better place. It makes me really happy. So thank you. You ins- you're inspiring me right now. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, you've inspired me for so long. I guess I should return that's the favor. Sweet. You you really should. <laughs> And it's, and it's about time. And yeah. go tell your father that I don't believe he works in finance. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Take care, Caitlin. Thank you so much. This has been a dream. Bye. Bye. And congrats, Sona. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. You know, it's only a matter of time until your check engine light comes on, which could equal an expensive repair bill, and a new engine can cost up to $6,000. Don't I know it? But this is why you need this product I'm about to mention right now. Okay. CarShield. CarShield offers plans with low monthly rates that you can pay for your expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. It's so nice to have that protection of CarShield. I know. I believe. That's my belief. Some people have other beliefs, maybe religious beliefs. I think Car Shield. Car Shield plans provide protection on up to 5,000 major parts and systems, including items like transmission, mm. engine, even your entertainment system. Mm. Just call Car Shield and choose the mechanic to do the work. Car Shield administrators will handle the rest and save you money. Look, I saw your car today. You've got a beautiful car, but you've got to haul your family around in this yeah. car. This is a vital piece of machinery for you. You need Car Shield. I do. And you know, I you know I don't take care of my cars very well. So Car Shield it would definitely come in. You know, and also with their A rating from the BBB, don't ask me, Car Shield is the name you can trust to save you money on covered auto repairs. Now's the time to make the smart choice to protect yourself from the sky high auto repair bills. Visit carshield.com slash Conan. Save 20% today. Again, that's carshield.com slash Conan to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash Conan to lock in your price today. 
Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT. Now ADT professionally installs Google Nest products so your home is safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security systems from virtually anywhere. Google Nest cams can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. You can know that there's a package out there. I know. And not a person. You don't have to that do helps. anything. Yeah, sometimes a person rings the doorbell and I think it's a package. Anyway, <laughs> and with Nest Aware as part of your monthly ADT service, you can get 30 days of event video history, even smarter notifications, like when a familiar or unfamiliar face is seen. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just a tap. Mm. I'm always setting off alarms accidentally. This is helpful for me. Oh, good. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, well, you got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are trademarks of Google LLC. way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. Okay. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone <laughs> cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's <laughs> happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on oh, this? Oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, and you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. Yeah. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not oh. with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm-hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. If most people are being honest, no one really knows what you do for work, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, especially if you're in a what I like to call B2B. Oh, you know? what, what is that? I'll explain. Okay. That's a business doing business with other businesses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I call it B2B. It's a little thing. It's also, uh, it's a boy band I'm working on. <laughs> anyway, fortunately, LinkedIn has a network of professionals who get what you do and you can reach the right people who matter most to your company because they're LinkedIn. Yeah. That's what they do. LinkedIn has over, this is the fun part to say, one billion members. Are you serious? Yeah. That's that's more people than are on Earth because there are people on the moon using it and Saturn. (laughs) That's one over one billion members on its platform, including 70 million decision makers. God, I'd like to meet a decision maker. Since LinkedIn members are regularly updating their work history, you can precisely build a target audience by job title, industry, company, and more. Man, you can reach the right people for your, I'm going to say it again, B2B business 
with LinkedIn ads. Yeah. Gets even better because LinkedIn will give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Mm. There you go. Just go to linkedin.com slash Team Coco to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Team Coco. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi there, Farhan. Oh, hi, Farhan. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing all right, Farhan. Where are you? Right now I'm in uh, Brooklyn. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Farhan. What do you do? Are you a student? You seem to be a young fellow. Yeah, I'm a student. Yeah, I go to uh, NYU. That's an excellent school. Excellent school. And I hope you get back there soon. I think you will. Hopefully. I'll put in a word. I'm going to try and get NYU opened up before all the other schools. (laughs) Just because of you, Farhan. A word from you will definitely... CDC, who cares? Conan O'Brien, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. CDC is like a joke. When, when, here's the thing. They say, uh, who's the president of NYU right now? Do you know who's the, who's the dean? Um, the head, who's the head honcho at NYU? I think Andrew Hamilton. Right, Andrew Hamilton. So Andrew Hamilton's sitting in his office and his assistant comes in and says, Anthony Fauci's on line one, Conan O'Brien's on line two. <laughs> no. He punches line two. Okay. He doesn't even say, can you ask Fauci to hold or can I call back Fauci? He doesn't even acknowledge that Fauci is there. He picks up the phone and I say, Hamilton, Conan O'Brien here. And he goes, Mr. O'Brien, I'm so honored. And I go, quiet. We've got to get Farhan back to school. Open up NYU. Immediately, Mr. It's Dr. O'Brien to you, even though I'm not a doctor. Um, and that's how that scene plays out. Fauci, he never even gets to talk. Who's that? Uh, yeah, who's Fauci who? <laughs> Fauci you know what? Who? Farhan, you get it. Yeah. You get it, Farhan. Tell me, what is your full name, Farhan? It's uh, Farhan Kamdar. And where is your family hail from originally, like your lineage? They're from Pakistan. Oh, Pakistan. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Now tell me a little bit about your family. Do you come from a big family, small family? A uh, family of five. I have two sisters and they're twins. Uh, speaking of which, congrats, Sona. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Twins. Yay, twins. <laughs> yeah. Very excited about that for Sona. So you have, uh, you have twin sisters. Yeah. And what, what do they do? They're both doctors and so are my parents. Oh my God. <laughs> what yeah. kind of doctors are, are they? One's a neurologist. One is uh, uh, doing uh, just general practice. And then oh my, my mom is in internal medicine and my dad runs a nursing home. Oh, oh my Farhan, God. you are, <laughs> this means you have to be a doctor. The pressure's unbearable, it's right? It's insane. Do yeah. they really want you to be a doctor? They did until I refused. I refuse every day. Still, they tell me I got to be a doctor, but. What? So how did, so you wake up in the morning and you come down to get your ego waffle and, <laughs> um, Because that's the perfect breakfast. And they all just stare at you and say, you're becoming a doctor. And you say, no, I'm not. No. Is that how it goes? Um, More or less. Yeah. Um, It doesn't help that I'm currently in film school. Oh, God. Quite the opposite. Farhan, you you went completely the other way. Mm. And so what do you want to do? Do you want to follow up on film school? Do you want to be a film director? What would you like to do? What's your ambition? Um, really, right now I'm looking towards like comedy or photography or photo- photographing comedy. Right. It's a very specific niche. Photographing comedy. So you would want to take, a if I was doing something funny, you'd take a photo of me doing something funny. 
Exactly. That would be, I would like that to be proof that I did something funny. Mm-hmm. We'd actually have it on, <laughs> we'd have a photograph of it. That's, uh, wow, that's very specific. Um, that's really fascinating. And so you have to understand that this is not going to go well with your parents. No, they still think that there's hope for me to be a college professor mm-hmm. if I can't be a doctor. But they still right. say, you know, there's still time. There's always time. That's the level of pressure on you is that you're supposed to settle at, you would settle for college professor. <laughs> That's know. insanity. Yeah. Um, well, listen, do you hang out with a lot of film buffs and all your friends? If you're majoring in film at NYU, and that is a really, that is, that is the top program in the country. That's a mm-hmm. very serious program. I mean, uh, everybody wants to get into the program you're in. All of your friends must just sit around and talk film all the time. Yeah. And um, it's a little bit uh, strange that I'm not that into like they're very into film. That's a nice way to put it. Um, And I'm more like I like movies, if that makes sense. Wait a minute. So they're they're into they're into cinema. They like cinema. And so I'm guessing your friends sit around. They talk about like French New Wave, right? German Expressionism, all of this terminology. And I'm just like, uh, I like to take pictures sometimes. (laughs) And that's what you say is I like to take pictures sometimes. That's all you've ever said to them? Uh, Yeah, I don't think they've heard any other words from my mouth. (laughs) What about, do you like watching uh, these very erudite, niche black and white Swedish films from, uh, you know, the 1940s? Is that, is that what you're into? When they say, let's go watch one of those movies, what do you really want to be watching instead? What kind of movies do you like? To be honest, I would rather be watching, like, I'm watching Schitt's Creek right now, which is the closest yes. thing to a movie I'm watching. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'd be Schitt's rather Creek. watching Schitt's Creek. Schitt's Creek is amazing. When you say that to these friends, do they like take out their clove cigarettes and stamp them out and then throw their berets across the room and get really mad at you? <laughs> Uh, they would if they weren't wearing all suede and it would wrinkle. (laughs) (laughs) Do they whip off their monocle and smash it on the ground and say, fie on you (laughs) with your Schitt's Creek? Man, I don't know. I, I, uh, I love, I mean, first of all, I, I like people, I, I don't like snobbery. So Schitt's Creek is fantastic and great. Things, many, uh, in every genre, there is greatness. So, mm-hmm. in my yeah. opinion, so um, I mean, Sona likes anything that was made to entertain yes. people. She actually has no standards. So she'll be watching well. something, and I'll say, <laughs> what, "What are you watching that for? That's a terrible show, you know, about male gigolos." And she'll be like, "I don't know. They made it, so it must be good." Like, no. Well, come on. Isn't that true? Well, you know what? When Farhan was talking about how he watches, I was like, that's how I am. I'm just so proud of people for making things. And I'm like, you guys did something and that's exciting. And I'll watch it to support you. They put so much effort into it. The least you can do is watch it. Yes. Like, you know, you're, you're making fun of gigolos, but they get naked. That takes a lot of uh, courage. And then they have grips and they're sound people and they're all doing their job and it's that they have editors. Okay. So nice job. Okay, but Good it's just for everybody. Right. But then be great if you were a film critic, Farhan. And <laughs> and so was Sona. If you both if you were both film critics and you had a film critic show, and every time you're like, Well, today we're gonna watch the movie and you know, whatever. Any movie, any movie that you just watch, we're gonna watch Beethoven Seven. And uh, and then you're like, here's our review. Hey, they worked hard and they made this thing. 
So we should all support it and you should see it. So again, that's two thumbs up. So that's our, and, and then people notice that you always gave a thumbs up. Like anything, anything was, eh, they made it. And I think that's Sometimes really Sometimes people just want positivity, Conan. I don't know. Yep, yep. Thank you. What are you trying to You're tell right. me, Farhan? Um, uh, how are you doing, Sona? What's up? <laughs> oh my God. Man, Farhan. I know. I like Farhan so, a lot. So uh, Farhan, I am, uh, you know, I'm not an older man, but I'm an aging man, a man who's going through the aging process. I've been around. I've seen things. I have wisdom. Maybe I can help you in some way. Is there anything you'd like to ask me? Is there any way that I can help Farhan? Um, I did actually have a question. It was about comedy. Um, if you think it's something that is inherited or it's something that you can learn to do. I think you have to have it in you and then you can learn to hone it. But I honestly think that funny people, something has almost gone wrong with them. <laughs> and I, I know it sounds like a joke, but whatever it is, they have something in their brain that makes associations that shouldn't be there. And so they're going to find out later on, and maybe it'll be your one of your sisters that figures this out. <laughs> the neurologist will figure out that, oh, there's a synaptic fissure that creates a short circuit. And that's why people think of these weird things. It's actually a problem and it can be corrected. Um, I think that's what, I think comedy is something that, real comedy is something that people have within them. It's they look at life a little differently or they see things strangely or they have strange thoughts. Maybe it's a glitch in the system. I don't know, but that's my take on it. As you know, Farhan, like you've met people who, are either funny or they're not funny. And imagine taking that unfunny person you know and training them to be funny. I don't see it. I don't see that working out. Do you? Uh, no, I agree with you, I think. Um, yeah. But as you said, you are um, more wise, is uh, I think how, how uh, you put it. Um, Instead of wiser, what should I have just said wiser? Uh, I meant older. like older, yeah. Mm. So, uh, um, you two are kind of similar because Conan, your dad's a microbiologist and your mom is a lawyer yeah. and they're, you know, and there was, and then you, there was, you did comedy. Yeah. There was pressure on me and I, I worked really hard. I mean, you didn't, you're no slouch. You're at NYU in this very prestigious program. So you worked hard and you're very bright. You're very smart. I was, I worked really hard when I was in high school and then went to Harvard and people th I think it, the expectation was I was going to go on in to some noble profession and <laughs> immediately started wasting all my time on comedy and uh, then called my parents up one day and they were like, tell us, son, you know, you were the first one in our family to attend Harvard. You must tell us what are your plans. I'm going to go into comedy. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I might even try improv. And I'll work for a cartoon that doesn't exist yet called The Simpsons, because that's how I talked back then. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, I don't think this sounds like a good plan. It's what I want to do. <laughs> and that's how you need to speak to your parents with that same think, tone of voice. I think that is almost verbatim what I said to my mother this morning. You said to your mother, I don't want to be a doctor. And I refuse to be a doctor. I even told her I'd be working for a cartoon that doesn't exist yet. 
Good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stand up for yourself, Farhan. You really do. You've, first of all, we have enough doctors. I really believe that. Walk around. They're everywhere. And they're always wearing their doctor smocks and having that doctor attitude and being all doctory. We have so many doctors. What we need is more entertainment in America. You know, you turn on a Netflix or an HBO Max, they barely have anything. And you've probably watched Shit's Creek 35 times because it's one of the only sitcoms that exists. There aren't that many. There's Shit's Creek and Friends, and then you have to go back to the 70s. So my point is, <laughs> we have enough doctors. We have enough people that are studying how to help people. We need more entertainment, Farhan. I agree. You look around right now. What are doctors doing? It's it's entertainers, especially nowadays. Yes. Thank you. You know, look at this epidemic we've just had. What have people done? They've all crowded around their TVs and they've binge watched shows to get through the epidemic. What have doctors and healthcare workers done? What have they done during the epidemic? I can't. Exactly. I, ha I haven't given this a lot of thought, Farhan. But I'm guessing not much. <laughs> Farhan, you help me. You help me see the light. You and I think very much alike. I don't I'm know proud if that's a compliment or not. Well, um, you either just insulted both of us or complimented both of us. I think yeah. you insulted both of us, Farhan. That's what I think. Yeah. Farhan, don't uh, be sad. Why are you getting all sad? <laughs> you shouldn't be sad, Farhan. You've got a whole life ahead of you of taking pictures of people doing funny things. Mm -hmm. That's a good, you know. How does that work exactly? Explain that to me again. Are you going to come? You're going to come take pictures of me, you think? Um, if you'd let me. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's um, yeah. like the photographers on like, um, who take pictures during like late night shows and yes. like behind oh. the scenes at SNL and stuff like that. Oh, that's a, I, okay. Now I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and the idea is to catch, catch us when we're not really performing we're, we're, we're wearing this stupid outfit, but we're looking a little sad because we're trying to think of what the next, it's like it, during a commercial break. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that's a really cool idea. I think you will do well. I really do. Thank you so much. Farhan, you're a good man. You really are. <laughs> Thank you. And, I, and, and I'm like your Yoda. This it means a lot coming from someone who's above Fauci on the. <laughs> oh, not even close. Not even close. They asked me to get involved in the whole mm -hmm. COVID thing a year ago. And I'm like, I can't do that. I got a podcast. I got a show. Get, and then I just was like, I don't know. Just what's that? Get that Fauci guy. And they were like, we'd much rather have you. And I'm like, just call Fauci. I don't have time for this shit. Maybe you know? second choice. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, so whatever. I guess they got what they could. Good luck with him. Look, anytime I can get together with Farhan and throw shade at Dr. Anthony Fauci, I'm happy. <laughs> Frahan, uh, really good luck to you. Tell your parents I said, get off your back, you know? <laughs> Will do. Get, just say, I just talked to Cone. He said, get off my freaking back, man. <laughs> I got to pursue, I got to be me. I, I got to do me. You know, that's what you got to tell them. And then right. do the whole rant about how doctors, there's too many of them. They don't really do anything. Do that whole rant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I, I, I will do that. Okay, Farhan. All right. Well, thank you very much. It was very nice talking to you and uh, best of thank luck Thank you, you so much. Bye-bye. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye. Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solitaroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. 
Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher.